0: This is David Russell and Your Faith Anew. Welcome to the additional lesson number one of the Queen of Heaven and the Kingdom of the Divine Will by Louisa Picaretta. The 31 lessons in the Virgin Mary and the Kingdom of the Divine Will were given to Louisa Picaretta in the late 1920s for a period of several weeks. Louisa would ask the lady assisting her to close the curtain around her bed at 4 p.m. each day. At that time, the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother and Queen of the Divine Will, would come from heaven and place herself at the foot of Louisa's bed, imparting to her the lessons contained in this book. A certain priest who read these lessons noticed that there were episodes in the life of the Holy Family which not had been addressed in the lessons. He inquired of Louisa the reason why, and she in turn asked our Lady about this matter. Consequently, the Holy Virgin gave six additional lessons which are now being presented during the upcoming episodes of Your Faith anew. In the show notes, you'll find the lesson with a single click. You may choose to pause the podcast. Open the file, and when ready, press play to follow along. We begin in the will and name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Virgin Mary in the Kingdom of the Divine Will by Louisa Picoretta. Additional lesson number one The Queen of Heaven in the Kingdom of the Divine Will and the Ardor of Her Love, Mary feeling herself mother of Jesus, sets out in search of hearts to sanctify. She visits St. Elizabeth, Sanctification of St. John. The soul to its heavenly mother. Heavenly mother, your poor daughter has extreme need of you. Being that you are the mother of Jesus and my mother, I feel the right to be near you to put myself by your side, to follow your steps, to model mine after you so that I may learn to act well in the various actions of my life. Lesson of the Queen of Heaven Blessed daughter, how sweet is your company to me. Upon seeing that you want to follow me, to imitate me, I feel relief from the flames of love which devour me. Oh, yes, having you near, I will be able to teach you to live on divine will with greater ease. While you follow me, listen to me. No sooner did I become mother of Jesus and your mother than my seas of love doubled. And unable to contain them all, I felt the need to distend them, and to be, even at the cost of great sacrifices, the first bearer of Jesus to creatures. But what am I saying, sacrifices? When one truly loves, sacrifices and pains are solace. They are comforts and vents of the love one possesses. Oh, my daughter, if you do not experience the good of sacrifice, if you do not feel how it brings the most intimate joys, it is sign that the divine love does not fill all your soul, and, therefore, that the divine will does not reign as queen in you. It alone gives such strength to the soul as to render her invincible and capable of supporting whatever pain. Put your hand on your heart, and observe how many voids of love there are in it. Reflect. That secret self-esteem? That being troubled for every least contrariety? Those little attachments which you feel to things and to persons? That weariness in doing good, that annoyance which is caused you by what is not to your liking, are equal to as many voids of love in your heart, voids which, equal to little fevers, deprive you of the strength and of the desire to fill yourself with divine will. O oh, how you also feel the refreshing and conquering virtue in your sacrifice if you fill these voids of yours with love. My daughter, give me now your hand and follow me, because I will continue to give you my lessons. I therefore left Nazareth, accompanied by St. Joseph, facing a long trip and passing over mountains, to go to Judea to visit Elizabeth, who had miraculously become mother at a late age. I came to her not just to pay her a simple visit, but rather because I burned with a desire to bring her Jesus. The fullness of grace, of love, of light, which I felt in myself pushed me to carry to multiply a hundredfold the life of my son in creatures. Yes, my daughter, the love of mother, which I had for all men and for you in particular, was so great that I felt the extreme need of giving my dear Jesus to all, so that all could possess and love him. The right of mother, bestowed upon me by the fiat, enriched me with such power as to multiply Jesus as many times as there were creatures who wanted to receive him. This was the greatest miracle that I could do. Have Jesus ready. To give him to whoever desired him. How happy did I feel? How much I would that you, as well, my daughter drawing near to people, and making visits, were always the bearer of Jesus, capable of making him known and desirous of making him loved. After several days of traveling, I finally reached Judea and I hastily went to Elizabeth's house. She came to me in festivity. At the greeting that I gave her, Marvelous phenomena occurred. My little Jesus exalted in my womb. And fixing little John in the womb of his mother with the rays of his own divinity, he sanctified him, made him know that he was the Son of God, and gave him the use of reason. John then leapt so hard for love and for joy that Elizabeth felt herself shaken. Struck also by the light of the divinity of my son, she knew that I had become the mother of God. And in the emphasis of her love, trembling with gratitude, she exclaimed, Whence so much honor to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? I did not deny the most high mystery. Rather, I humbly confirmed it. By exalting God with a canticle of the Magnificat, sublime canticle, by means of which the Church continuously honors me, I announce that the Lord had done great things in me, His handmaid, and that, for this reason, all peoples would call me blessed. My Daughter I felt myself consumed by the desire to give a vent to the flames of love which enveloped me, and to manifest my secret to Elizabeth, who also longed for the Messiah upon the earth. The secret is a necessity of the heart which is irresistibly revealed to persons capable of understanding each other. Who could ever tell you how much good my visit brought to Elizabeth, to John, to all that house? Each one was sanctified, full of cheerfulness, noticed unusual joys, understood unheard of things, and John, in particular, received all the graces that were necessary for him to prepare himself to be the precursor of my son. Dearest daughter, the divine will does great and unheard of things everywhere it reigns. If I worked so many prodigies, it was because it had its royal place in me. If you also let the divine volition reign in your soul, you too will become the bearer of Jesus to creatures. You also will feel the irresistible need to give him to everyone. The Soul Holy Mother, how I thank you for your beautiful lessons. I feel that they have such power over me as to make me continually long to live in the divine will. But to obtain this grace, come, descend together with Jesus into my soul. Renew for me the visit which you made to St. Elizabeth and the prodigies which you worked for her. Ah, yes, my mother, bring me Jesus, sanctify me. With Jesus I will know how to do his most holy will. Little Flower To honor me, you will recite the Magnificat three times in thanksgiving for the visit which I made to St. Elizabeth. Exclamation. Holy Mother, visit my soul and prepare a worthy dwelling place in it for the divine will. We conclude this episode in the will and name of the Father, the Son,